The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to another episode of the World's Team on the Blogging the Boys Network in partnership with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray and I am joined as always by Paul Stewart. Hey Paul, how's it going? Pretty good. I'm feeling rather sleepy today, I'm not gonna lie. We both are, for different reasons. I've only recently woken up and you are fixing to go to sleep in a few hours. Yeah, I've been busy helping re-renovate my grandmother's house. Um Obviously, like not to put in a bit of a downer, but grandmother and my uncle passed away, and now the house is now in my dad's possession. And back last year, there was a bit of a burst pipe, uh, and basically it just flooded the whole house. So now we've had to re-renovate it. <sighs> yeah, so it's it's been an expensive, uh, and also the insurance is not paying out. Surprise, surprise. So of uh, course. Of course they don't. The insurance never pays out. When does that ever happen? So I've never heard of that. I know. You pay all this money to insurance, and what do you get in return? Nothing. No, nada. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bummer, but it's, I mean, you guys are doing a good job over there getting it taken care of, so. Yeah, so a little bit worn down, but. I'm just going to, I'm glad I'm going to be off work this week because my friends from Houston are going to be over. Uh, so they're currently in London right now and they're traveling up tomorrow. Uh, so they're going to be staying the night with me tomorrow. Then we're going up the north of Scotland for the week and the rest of the week when I go back home, they're going to be gallivanting all the rest of Scotland on their own travels. So I'm really excited to see them and yeah, it's going to be a good time. So Plenty of whiskey distilleries and castles, pretty much, for Ooh, this week. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, so I've... so for you Outland, Outlander fans out there, if you want a wee tour guide, just give us a wee shout. <laughs> I don't watch that show, but I heard it's great. To be honest, I didn't even realize it was actually a show about Scotland until my friends told me about it. I was like, you know what, I've never even heard of it. And it's like, oh, it's amazing, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just like, never heard of it. It's one of those shows where it's like, it's too graphic for me. So I'm sure it's great. I just won't be watching it. I've heard a lot of great things, though. Um, mm. 
So, yeah, Outlander fans, hit up Paul for a tour anytime. Yeah, I'm literally like 20 miles away from the majority of all the locations they shot type of thing. So, hey ho, if you're in town, give us a holler. <laughs> well, I will be cheering on the LSU Tigers all weekend as they have advanced to the College World Series finals against Florida. Go Tigers. There we go. Worst fan base in the SEC? Florida. Ooh. Oh, dear. I said it. But at least last week, though, you and Dave Hellman set the record. We did. It. We could, It's at 30,000 now and Fair. counting. 30,000 jello shots, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Let's just put that in perspective. 30,000 jello shots. That could fill up a whole stadium. I took a lot of those. Not a lot. A fraction. A small amount in comparison. But I felt like I took a lot. You felt that you, you contributed massively. That's what you're trying to say. I did my part. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, all that to say, go Tigers! And um, let's let's talk about these Dallas Cowboys and what they've been up to. You over there, Mister UK Cowboy. Mm -hmm. You guys, Sam Williams, on your podcast this week. Yeah. So it was on, it was on a different podcast. So the the team of Cowboys Experience they uh, help sponsor the UK Cowboys podcast, and they're now doing their own show. And asked me and Mike, who's also on bloggingtheboys.com, be sure to go and check out his articles, folks. Does amazing stuff. So we had the fantastic opportunity to interview Preston Pearson and also Mr. Sam Williams this week. So that was quite good. So we basically try and get to know Sam Williams more of the player, what his expectations are, and he kind of spoke more about as a uh, little training camp he had with uh with kids try and get them into football and stuff like that and try and be part of the community type of thing so it was very insightful really really a really great interview with him so um but yeah so sam williams he's uh he's putting some high expectations this year he wants to try and get uh double digits and sacks this year which we're all giving the big thumbs up for so yeah it was great Sweet. Do you uh become besties? Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'll, I, like, I, I even said it to Sam Williams when I met him in person last year. It's like, listen, you proved me wrong. You made me. I uh, was a bit of a doubt about the whole draft process, but you've definitely made me a fan now. So, um, but yeah, uh, but yeah. So, but we got Andre, and uh, he said we're. I think we're going to be actually going to be hanging out when the UK Cowboys are going to be over in November. So that'll be quite cool as well. So, but I will say though, Preston Pearson is a joy to talk to as well. This guy who won the Dallas Cowboys, won the Super Bowl for the Dallas Cowboys way back in the 70s under Roger Starbuck. He was the running back before Tony Dorsett, etc. He won the Super Bowl with the Steelers, etc. So if you go and check out his, his history, like, he was the guy, like, even before he played in the NFL, he never played any college football. He was a basketball player. And he was the guy that stopped Kareem uh, Jabbar, um, the, 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 the skyhook. 
type of uh, in basketball. He was the guy that managed to like figure it out and prevented Kareem to actually prevent uh, like shooting the skyhook. So I thought that was quite quite insightful as well. So, but he was pure talking about what the game's like back then compared to now, like, and he was kind of talking about how he would figure if he was his younger self going into the NFL now and what, what of an opportunity it is and a privilege it is to be in the NFL because it's only a select few that does get into the NFL every single year because this is why it's 256 players that get drafted every year and if you make the team then great but you need to get all your opportunities so he was going really in depth about that and there was a nice wee conversation between him and Sam Williams as well, talking about the opportunity and stuff like that, talking about like family and stuff like that. So it, it was it was a nice, it was quite a wholesome interview with all with, with they two together, with me and Mike and uh, Barry from Cowboys Experience. So it was it was pretty awesome. Well, sweet. Everyone, make sure you check out those interviews. Um, sounds like there's some good stuff in there. Yeah, and I think we've got some really good upcoming guests on that show as well uh, with some other players in the future. Um, I won't mention who yet because uh, we need confirmation. So, But we've got some really good, interesting players we're going to be talking to in the future. Sweet. But I will mention one of them potentially could be a current uh, color commentator. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jim! No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, so I won't give any more clues, but I'm sure Cowboys Nation can figure it out without <laughs> me mentioning any relations to that. So think <laughs> of what you will, Cowboys Nation, but that's in, that's as in the woodwork. So be tuned to right. Very good. Well, um, you found something interesting. Um, what was CD talking about this week? Yeah, so CD Lamb uh, made, made some comments about how he feels like with Brandon Cooks on the team now, he feels as though he's now expanded his game more. He feels like with the addition of Brandon Cooks, it's going to help elevate his game more. Like he's saying he's been a super professional artist, he's been very professional, he's helping him with his techniques and stuff like that. It's pretty much exactly what Amari Cooper did with C.D. Lamb, but he's shown him different things as well to add to his repertoire. So it's been nothing but positives from C.D. Um, talking about Brandon and how he's fitting in within the Cowboys mold, pretty much. So if Cooks is there to help elevate C.D. Lamb to be the number one, which well, he is going to be the number one, but to help him get those extra critical passes, be more clutch in the game, then fantastic. So um, it's it's all positives. So this is a very positive show today, folks. <laughs> so positive. We'll see if we can keep that going when we uh, grade the defense before we head into training camp. Yeah, and don't mention it. It's now Terrence Steele days till the NFL kickoff as well. Number 78. 78, 78 days till the 10th of September, which is our opening game. Woo. And it cannot, cannot come soon enough. Yeah, honestly, we've gotten to the point of the summer where I can't barely walk outside for more than like 10 minutes. So um, I'm ready for September. 
me being me, right, I would actually would love to be outside there in Texas right now because I love the heat. And come do it, all right? <laughs> well, we do have heat here, but it's very humid at the moment. It was like torrential rain, now it's warm, and there was like a nice local um, festival in my park. It's happening right now with like rides and roller coasters being built up and stuff like that. So I was there earlier and that. So if it's, but I like the really dry heat. Like I, I hate the humidity. No offense, no offense to Houston. I, I love going to Houston, but it's too humid. But this is why I love Dallas more. <laughs> well, it was really humid this week because we had a lot of storms. So, which my dog hated every minute of that. Um, yeah, yeah. Arnie's Arnie is the same. He's not liking this humidity at all. Not liking it. So he's been chilling out in his bed on the cool mat and drinking a lots of ice cold water and stuff like that. So he's been hydrating himself quite a lot. <laughs> you need to get him some Gatorade. Um, H two O. H two O. Alrighty. Well, let's go through these um, position groups. For the defense. Yes, yeah, so as you may remember, Cowboys Nation, last week we went over the offense. Uh, we had a couple of grades on a, our quarterbacks, right, running backs, right, receivers, tight ends, and our offensive line. So this week we're now doing our defense. So without further ado, so what I'm kind of thinking now, Meg, is obviously we've got our pass rushers and defensive tackles. I would like to, if it's okay with you, we would just grade our like our defensive ends separately and our defensive tackles separately. Because I know so I'm going to throw a woodwork question in there because there is a question when it comes to the defensive ends in this one. So what we'll do, we'll start off with our defensive tackles. So we've got our latest draft pick, Mazzy Smith. We've got Jonathan Hankins, Osa Adegizua, Neville Gallimore, Quentin Bohanna, and former offensive lineman now converted to defensive line, Isaac Aracon in the fold. How would you grade our interior defense in the, in the defensive line? Um, I'd give them an A. Yep. Because uh, yep. big boys. I think with the addition of Mazzy Smith and retaining Hankins is definitely going to be up there because the biggest hole we had in our defense was stopping the run. Bringing Hankins in and bringing a guy like Mazzy Smith in there is just going to amplify that. And you've got the pass rush capability of Osa de Gizua and the dynamic of Neville Gallimore. Like, even though... I'm a, I'm a big Neville Gallimore fan, massive Neville Gallimore fan, but I don't think he's lived up to his expectation. And this is his last year of his contract, so I think this is going to have to be a do whatever it takes to get on that field and make an impression. So I'm quite with you on that. Like as an overall collective, I would say an A. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go with an A right now. Yeah. You want to give them an A minus just for improvement purposes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it could, but it, it could easily bump up to that. But I think we're just going to have to see how they perform and how they gel together before we can actually make an A uh, grading on it. So, but as it stands right now, I'm going to give it an A right now. 
Yeah, I was just really impressed with the offseason moves to shore up this group. Um, so that's why I'm grading them so high. I think they we have some big bodies that are really talented. Um, yeah. That's what you really need there. So A minus. A minus. So we're, so let me just take a wee note of that. Uh, so Meg, you have you went for an A, a correct? A minus. A minus, okay. And and I would just and I said yeah, I said an A, didn't I? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Okay. Uh so next we're going on to the the defensive line. Uh defensive end, sorry. So this is the trick question I've got for you. We're gonna grade it twice. And the reason I'm saying that is how we're going to grade it with Micah Parsons and grade it without Micah Parsons. Now, why would we do that? Because obviously Micah Parsons is technically a linebacker. He will drop back into that role from time to time. So he is a hybrid. So I mean, he's not always going to be on that defensive line. Okay. So how are we going to grade it when Parsons is not on the line and how are we going to grade it when he is on the line? So that's my kind of wee like, fire in the woodwork there. So we'll do, so So we'll start off with without Michael Parsons. This so, one's a little... Yeah, so, uh, so before we do that, I'll read out all the defensive linemen names in the D, uh, at the defensive end position. So you've got D-Law, Demarcus Lawrence, Sam Williams, Dorrance Armstrong, Dante Fellow Jr., Balebi Fohoko, Chancey Goldston, and Darrell Johnson. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, yeah, this one's a little hard for me just because, like, obviously D-Law is incredible. Um, and Dorrance Armstrong is, like, I think D-Law and Dorrance Armstrong themselves, I can give them A's. The rest of the guys, I give them more, like, B-plus grades. So I'm going to say B-plus just because we don't have Micah to raise the average. See, that's exactly where I'm kind of thinking, because there's a lot of unknowns with Fuhoko. Like, is Dante Fuller going to expedite from last year? Is Are we going to have the same from Dorrance Armstrong this year? Yeah. Is Sam Williams going to live up to 
his expectations going for 10 sacks this year, like double digits? That's the question. So without Micah Parsons, I have went for B plus as well. All right, so I'll take a wee note of that. And, and now the follow-up follow question with Micah Parsons. Uh, I'll, I'll still give him an I'll give him an A minus as well. <laughs> yeah, we're I think we're nearly going for a tit for tat here because that's exactly what I was going to go for. B plus without an A minus with Micah Parsons because he's just that awesome. It really yeah, is. All right, cool. So so far a without B plus at mutual agreement and with. A minus. So uh so we're all in agreement on that. Okay, so we're now next on to our linebacker core. And so as it stands right now, we've got Leighton Vanderish, Damon Clark, Jabril Cox, Malik Jefferson, Devin Harper, and Damavian Overshawn. Again, you could actually put the whole double question again with and without Micah Parsons because he can go back into the linebacker position. So we can do that as well. So we'll do one with and we'll do one without. So um, I'd probably give them a B without. Oh, interesting. Okay. Just I I think LVE is a proven a to me um Damone Clark has a lot of like upside and Jabril Cox I think if they you know utilize him more this year um I think that like he'll show that he's worth that slot mm -hmm. um Demar Overshone I think was a great pickup for us Malik Jefferson is also has a lot of potential I think I'm I don't want to I wouldn't give them less than a B grade or like B, B minus um, because I don't think they would deserve a C. So I'm giving them a B. Yeah, for, for me, I'm I'm still not too sure how I'm going to grade it without because Damon Clark, we only saw glimpses of him last year. Jabril Cox, who is talented, but he's just not been on the field. The Marvin Overshawn, a rookie, the most experienced person on that field right now is Leighton Vanderish, and we don't want him to get injured at all this year because we, we saw how fundamental he can be. So, think that being said, I am going to say the C word, but it's going to be a C plus. Okay. And that's without Micah Parsons. So, but... The, the thing is with that, though, it's just a lot of unknowns. That's the reason why I'm grading it as a C plus. It's kind of going based on what the potential can be. So until we actually see what they're able to do when those guys are actually on the field, that grade can easily change way up to a B or even an A, and that's without Micah Parsons. I hope that is the case, though. I really do. Okay, yeah. so yeah, so next, uh, we will do it with Micah Parsons. I feel like that's it jumps them up to B plus for me still, just because I feel like he's he's 
easily the best player you've put down there. Um, but the uh, the average of it all just doesn't raise it up to an A yet for me. Yeah, I to- I totally agree with you. Like <laughs> like Micah Parsons is just literally a dream player to have. Proper blue chip player you want on your roster. You can like put him anywhere, he will do his job. And he just brings out the best out of people, regardless where you put him. He can draw back into coverage. He can run the blitz. He can actually pass rush. He can stop the run. What more can he, what can he not do? So for him to go back into the linebacker position, it's only going to help those other guys do their job more effectively. And I think you're right in saying, it, I don't think it qualifies to push up to an A, but it could depend on how those other players perform themselves so I'm totally with you with the B plus straight on that all right um so next we're going to go into the cornerback position so we'll do safety separately as well because there's quite a few names here um so for the cornerback position we've got Trevon Diggs Stefan Gilmore Jordan Lewis Delone Brand Eric Scott Jr Nishon Wright Kelvin Joseph and CG Goodwin. This one for me, I think, is going to be the hardest one to grade, to be honest. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't disagree with you there. I, uh, it's because, like, okay, you have obviously Trayvon Diggs is the best of the bunch here. Mm-hmm. Um, Stefan Gilmore is a proven bet. He's great. But like there's so much um uncertainty. Like we lost Jordan Lewis last year. Kelvin Joseph is just so wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like CJ and Deron Bland and Nation Wright has like some upside, but he's again a, unproven here. Yeah, and and, and we're, we're hearing a lot of good stories with Eric Scott Jr. so far from OTAs and the rookie minicamp and stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of going towards, like, that same level. Even though our defense is probably our best unit, I still think it's probably a B. Like... If, it's, if you're basing it on from if there are two starters, then the guys will come in and fill that up. We saw some amazing glimpses of DeLone Brown last year and yeah. and from that N- N- Nation Wright. Like, but there is still question marks. It, it could be a B at best, but it could be a C plus. It's, it's such a hard one to pick from. So I'm going to get... Just because Bland is such a badass, and I love Diggs, and I like the addition of Stefan Gilmore. That's where I'm going to land. So what did you say, Sorry. B minus. B minus. Yeah, I think I might join you in that one, actually. Yeah, yeah, I'll mutually agree with you in that one. We'll go for B minus then. Okay, and finally... We're on to our safeties now. So secondary safety and three safeties. So we've got Jaron Kers, Donovan Wilson, Israel McQuamu, Malik Hooker, Tyler Cole, Marquise Bell, Gianni Thomas, and Celtic Redwine. So we've got eight guys in that group. 
for the uh, from the second uh, from the uh, secondary safety and the free safety. Um, so yeah, um, I think this is actually a better grade than our actual cornerbacks when you really kind of look at, it, especially from when you look at Donovan Wilson of a seat. What of a when you look at hit what he produced last year and what how Jalen Kers has grown to be a, an absolute beast and and having a slight leader role within his group. So and we're and we've got like veterans like Malik Hooker, Israel McQuamu had some really good glimpses from last season. McCree's well, he's also a flex position kind of. He was playing cornerback for a little bit too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like he was, a, he's a bit of a hybrid. So it's so hard to kind of, like, so just for everyone, just kind of understanding, this is based on the depth chart, but provided by ESPN. So this is what we're kind of going based this on. So, and as it kind of stands, McQuamu and some other players are kind of are being deemed as safeties rather than cornerbacks. So just in case there's no confusion there, folks. So that's what we're basing this on. Um, but yeah, um. I'm going to say between a B or a B plus, I think. I'm sitting on a B plus here. Just like Curse is insanely talented, a leader on this team. Don, Diamond Wilson is just a beast. Um, Kwamu has that hybrid factor. Like he's just multi-talented. Mm -hmm. And Malik Hooker, solid. Marquis Bell is great as a as a third stringer, like so talented. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I agree. Yep. So I, I like that group all around. And not to mention as well, and uh, I don't think we'll do a special teams because we don't even know who our kicker is yet. So there's no point grading or uh, yeah. special, special teams yet. But when you've got like a CJ Goodwin, not, who is a special team, who's more heavily involved in special teams than that, he just provides so much more like versatility in that as well. So yeah, I think a B plus helps that grade for our safeties. Yeah, so and yeah, that's pretty much our defense then. So just a recap. So we both went for A minus for our defensive tackles. We went for our B plus for our defensive ends without Micah Parsons. We went with our A minus with Micah Parsons. Our linebackers without Micah. You went for a B, I went for a C plus. With Micah Parsons, we both went with B plus. Our cornerbacks, we both agreed on a B minus. And with our safeties, we went with a B plus. Boom. There you have it. And this is uh post mini camps OTAs, pre-training camp. We will be returning to these throughout each stage of the season. So definitely and we will revisit this. Like I'm taking notes of all the grades that we've been doing. And we're gonna be like saying, okay, do we think we've improved from a B plus to go up to an A? Do, have we went from a B to a C? Like so we're gonna be kind of doing this as the season kind of progresses as well, folks. So and but yeah, but, but be sure once this podcast is out available, let us know that your thoughts about this. Do you think we're in the right ballpark? Do you, do you think do you agree with us in terms of our grades? Let us know in the comments. Yes, let us know. And um, yeah, Paul, where can they let you know at? 
Yes, guys, have you, uh, you can find me at I am P Steel on Instagram and Twitter. I am at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, be sure to check out bloggingtheboys.com for all the news surrounding the Dallas Cowboys, especially check out Mike Pollan's articles because he's the best. Um, and there's something for you every single day, wherever you listen to podcasts, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell Paul how lovely he is. And um, <laughs> until next week, Dallas forever, Philly for never. Hell yes. And go Tigers. <laughs>